Welcome to Keep Purring, a Carolina Panthers podcast hosted by Ben Tucker and Eric Briggs, two lifelong Panthers fans from North Carolina. Whether you're a diehard fan or a casual observer, this is the Panthers podcast for you. Do us a favor, click on the link tree in our bio and give us a follow on Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram. Now, let's get to the episode. You guys good? What's up, man? How you doing, man? Good. Thank you for the patience. Yeah, man. Just watch this episode in a bit of. So you were, is this live? Are you guys recording and then you're gonna edit up? No, it's yeah, not live. Well, yeah, it's not live. Oh, okay. Sweet. Yeah. So we're okay. just recording and then yeah, we'll we'll do our little edits and everything. Mm. But uh, how's the fam? And you got a little one, right? How old is your little one? Yeah, Reese is two. And, two. Uh, yeah, he had a late nap. You got. I know. Okay. <laughs> this is Eric. This is Ben. Ben. I'm ben, Eric. Eric. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Sweet. <laughs> yes. No. So yeah, he's uh, he's two. He's three. And so we had like a late. I don't know if you. I think you're both dads. I yes. Know. Yep. Yes. And so yeah, he. We. I was driving back from my mom's because Mondays and Tuesdays are my days off. Mm. And so we're at my mom's. And I drove him back home at like five o'clock in the evening, and then he passed out. I was like, fuck. <laughs> yeah, so that, that sucks. That pushed everything back in my. Yeah. There was like a police investigation on the subway, so my wife was like, "You got to pick me up." And so, oh my god, it happens at least twice a day in Toronto. And then, uh, <laughs> and then uh, we got home, and then we were carving pumpkins, so it, it just pushed the whole bedtime back. And then because and then me and my wife have to watch Love Is Blind. I don't know if you guys are watching this season. It's I've awful. never seen it. It's so it normally is good. This one's bad. This episode <laughs> isn't bad. That's okay. So everything's pushed back, but it's okay now. We're here. Yeah, you're good, man. You're good. We're just glad yeah. you're able to join us. I, I can yeah. feel uh, like so. My daughter is five, so I I feel mm. your pain. I remember those days where it was like, um, it's like no, 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 no. You're not allowed to fall asleep. Stop it. Mm-hmm. Stop. Yeah. Try to keep them awake know. as long as you can. Yeah, I was literally talking to my brother on the phone and like full like vlog voice volume, and then I look behind and he's out. I'm like, what? Because <laughs> there are times he would he'd be sleeping, and I'm like whispering. Which, yeah. which thing he's gonna wake up and then I'm talking at full yeah. throat and he's like, Oh, he's not asleep, not awake. I'm like, Okay, but <laughs> now I know I could talk loud like this. Why am I even in my mud? I'm in my mud room right now. This is the studio. <laughs> so, because I'm afraid I'm gonna wake him up. So now I'm just like, fuck it, I could I could do this in the in the living room if I want. But right. yeah, that was great. That was great. All right, that man. Great. Well, you ready to get this thing going? Yeah. Oh god. Thanks yeah. so much for joining us. we we've been looking yeah, forward really. to this. No, this is Absolutely. great. This is like the content Panther Carolina Panther content community has. I don't know where. Maybe it's just the algorithm, but I'm seeing more. Like I've yeah. known about you guys. Yeah, I'm seeing another one now. Like seeing all these other these new ones mm-hmm. popping up. It's crazy. They popped up. Which is great. I mean, yeah, it's great. They've popped up out of the woodwork. I think, you know, with Bryce Young and mm-hmm. new coaching staff, everything that's happened this mm-hmm. year. So I think everyone thought, yeah, by now. And then hopefully things will pay off down the line. Yeah. <laughs> hopefully. That's the, that's the idea. And That's so, the idea. Yeah. And also I find it's interesting. When they like when the Panthers were losing and they're showing fans in the stands, one thing I noticed is a lot of young – it's young people. It's not mm-hmm. a lot of – not a lot of gray beards. Like, <laughs> and, like, not I'm not subtweeting you. You look good. You're fine. I'm sure you're younger <laughs> than me. Gray. I think you might be younger than me. But uh, – um, <laughs> 
but like it's a young fan base. It's kind of like the, the yeah. rap. Like they both came around '95, and so our fan base is very young in Toronto for for the Raptors, and we were the fun, cool team. Yeah, and, mm-hmm. uh, and the Panthers you, are kind of that. Yeah, and so I think well, yeah, I think we're, we're the content creator community. I think there's sense. a lot of. Well, I agree with you. I think there's a lot of young fans, and I think that a lot of Panthers fans um, came into being a Panthers fan during the Cam era. Mm-hmm. And so they, they don't, they weren't around for the Jake DeLome era. They weren't around for mm-hmm. Kerry Collins and right. Chris Winky mm-hmm. and yeah. all these other times that us old grizzled veterans, uh, we've been through it. We've seen mm-hmm. the ups and the downs and all that. And, yep. But so my point is a lot of these people, uh, a lot of these younger fans, um, they they grow they grew accustomed to Cam Newton and everything that he brought to the field and brought to the team, and mm-hmm. they've they've been expecting, yeah, Bryce to, yeah, to, to look that way and to bring mm-hmm. that same energy. And it's just not this. It's just different. <laughs> he's a different cat. He's he's from yeah. like he is from California, like Southern California, cool, you know. Cam is from uh, Atlanta, like a cl- yeah. completely different vibe, right? And like, mm-hmm. I, and I was I was ready for that when when with Cam it was almost like we had this battering ram of a guy with the laser rocket arm, and mm-hmm. you know, every time he threw the ball, I would get nervous because I'm like, oh my Same. god, this is gonna get picked, this is gonna get tipped, you know? Even though he's massive, it's just yeah, I just feel like he just, he would rip it, and it would, and I was ready for a change. It's like when you date yeah. someone who's like. You know, a party animal. Like, yeah, you know what? I want. I want to date like a bookworm. And yeah. Like, can, right, we, you know? can we just want, stay home and curl up on the couch, yes. watch a little show with a glass of wine? Like, can yes. is that, can we get be on that speed? Yes. Like, we don't. We, like, we don't have to do this and then go to an after hours bar. Like, I feel like Bryce is that guy. Bryce is the guy who just wants to wear a sweatsuit all day. I don't think we'll ever see him make fashion, chan- take fashion chances. No. Yeah. You know, I think he. I think he's that guy. He'll he'll wear the team gear like you'll wear the team gear and that's what he's gonna wear because it's free and like, <laughs> exactly you know? like he's a cerebral guy like i didn't see a single post during the bye week you know bye week is only when you go relax a little bit yeah i didn't yeah. see anything i don't even think i have him on twitter like he doesn't do anything he doesn't do no. anything on yeah his social yeah. media is all like corpro stuff yeah um but uh i, I was ready i was ready for a an intellectual i'm saying cam was dumb but uh, the, like you know, a cerebral guy, yeah. a yeah. pastor who could who could make plays, and you know, just be—he's a completely different. He's a completely different type of watch. That's yeah. for sure. He is, and we commented yesterday. So we were at the game, and like when they did the player intros, when they mm. came out of the tunnel, mm. and Bryce, you know, jogs out, does the little point mm-hmm. up to the sky, and just keeps it, with Cam. It was just like electric energy. Yeah. And just mm-hmm. like the yeah. Superman and mm-hmm. running out, getting the crowd pumped up. That's just not. That's just not right. It's not his style. Yeah, yeah, not, his, not, do it. not yet. Not yet. Maybe. Not yet. Maybe. Five. Maybe he'll yeah. come out of his shell a little bit at some point. Right, but yeah, because Cam was an entertainer. He said that during the draft. Like he's like he's an entertainer. He's, I remember yeah. you saying something like that. And like he was that throughout college. And like yeah. even mm-hmm. when him and JUCO, he's he's freestyling and like it's just like whoa, this guy's lar- literally larger than life. And like and yeah. he acted like it. And I, yeah, I remember when I, my first Panthers away game, I think it was in the 2015 year when they beat the Seahawks in their Super Bowl year. We didn't really know what was going on with the team. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and, uh, I, I got into whatever it was Luma Field. I don't know what, I forget what it was then. 
But then I, I look at Cam, he runs out and he's wearing like just the Nike Pro, like long sleeve. <laughs> and he's on the other side of the field. I'm on the I'm on the near side and I could see all his muscles, all of them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, Jesus, this guy's crazy. And he's like, he's like shaking defenders' hands like this, like, hey man, what's going like down? Yeah. Shake down because really they're so yeah. short. And then Russell yeah. Wilson shows up. I'm like, oh my God, it's like it looks like a make-a-wish. Like, this is crazy. This guy That's can't funny. be a quarterback. <laughs> But like, yeah, Bryce is not the same. Bryce is a different cat, and, and I, I think he. We always remember he's like 22 years old. Yeah, he's gonna find his voice. Like it took yeah. me until I was 28 to find my voice. You know, and yeah, it's gonna right take now. him a while. It's gonna take him a while. And yeah, I hope he's in the in the league long. I think he will be. And hopefully, yeah, he finds himself and he finds his yeah. own way to to connect with people. Yeah. 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 Well, listen, man. Um, like I said, we're we're thrilled to have you on here. Um, I we've been we've both Eric and I both have been watching your YouTube channel for a couple of years now. It's been I mean, I remember Eric when Donald you, trade. Yeah, uh, yeah. Eric. I, so Eric and I, we used to be coworkers. We're no longer coworkers, unfortunately. Uh-huh. But that's that's how we know each other. And I remember when Eric was like, "Hey, man, you should check out this uh, this guy on YouTube, Panthers Post." And I was like, "What? What does he do? He, he just talks about the Panthers." And I was like, "Oh, okay, I'm in." And, uh, you know, we've been listening ever since. And that's so weird. Yeah. What well, you know, so funny is because I, it, it, you know, every once in a while, you like, you have these like memories of like where you were when something happened or whatever. And I legitimately remember I was at a sushi restaurant having lunch and I saw one and I saw your, I saw your video for the first time. And wow. like, I actually, I commented on it and I was like, Hey, I really appreciated you because you weren't cussing. You weren't like over the top, mm-hmm. like. I didn't mind my at the time nine year old son. I remember that comment. I listening to it, <laughs> yeah. I remember the comment. Yes. Yeah. So like I, I just like I remember that I was like I I like I don't mind if my son listens to this and watches this mm-hmm. and I appreciated that as a parent mm-hmm. and how cool that was. So I've been mm-hmm. so you know and then I I told Ben the same thing. I was like, hey man, you gotta check this guy out. He's like, mm-hmm. he's awesome. He's really cool. So hey, so you, <laughs> you've left great. a little bit of a legacy, man. Wow, that's so weird. Like this, like. So I'm like, I'm in TV. That's my job. That's my job. Yeah, is yeah. In TV. And I don't get, and it's like, it is such a different experience doing this because, you know, I could do my thing here and then go to, you know, a Panthers game or go to, you know, Panthers at Detroit or something. And like, no one, like mm-hmm. no one will know, but then, yeah, it's, it's just like the reach is so different because the internet yeah, is crazy. Weird. And YouTube, like you look at the analytics, like 98% of my, of the viewers are, are American. And mm-hmm. yeah. and it's just a totally it's so weird. It's so weird. <laughs> you guys will find this too. Like when you'll go to a game and you know, give your give your show a you know a year or two or whatever. Maybe you get one day you have a viral video and you're everywhere. You never know how it happens. But um yeah. like yeah, I was in Seattle and people were like, yo, and I was like, what? And, and all my friends were like, what? what? And like, are they from Toronto? I was like, no, like where are you guys from? Like, I'm from Nashville. And it's like, what? <laughs> That's so wild. How do you know? How do you know him? And I was just like, That's awesome. This post, it's like, wow. And it's just like, and hearing that, I remember that comment because literally before that comment, someone else hit me up and uh, and it was just like, hey, stop, stop cussing. I don't like how you use the Lord's <laughs> name in vain. You said that, oh. and I was like, okay, right, kids, kids could watch this. And we just talked about how yeah. Panther fans are young, and you know those those fans who liked Cam in 2015 are probably like. They're older now, but um, yeah. And I started thinking like, it was never my prerogative. Like, oh, I'm going to be the, the clean YouTuber. Yeah. But uh, I think also because of my job, 
uh, mm -hmm. it's inevitable that someone, some of my, some of the guys in the control room are starting to notice. They're like, there's this, we have an Australian guy in my newsroom and he's like, you got a Panthers YouTube channel, mate. You got a, you got a YouTube <laughs> channel. I'm like, ah, shut up. But like, I can't be on here like yelling and F-bombing and, and all that <laughs> stuff. My employers could watch it like, hey, you're, you're still going to represent us. You That's a good point. You can't be saying mm -hmm. crazy stuff. And so, uh, and I just realized I said the F word a couple minutes ago, but, uh, yeah, that's <laughs> well, this so is, crazy. so this is, uh, we, we are, we don't really censor ourselves on this. Mm -hmm. Like we, we tag it with an E on our, yeah. uh, on the podcast yeah. and oh, you can cool. say whatever you want. You can say whatever you want to say. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm in advertising, so we get to cuss mm -hmm. all we want and nobody's going to say Perfect. shit about it. Uh, you know, so, uh, you know, anyway. Um, so, right. so Phil, I wanted to ask you, how did you, I mean, so you're from, Toronto? Toronto. I know you're Canadian. Are you from Toronto? Okay. Yeah. Like, how did you even initially get into being a fan of the Panthers? It's just that's crazy to that's wild to me to think that yeah. like mm -hmm. of all the teams, of all the professional sports teams mm -hmm. that you chose from Charlotte, North Carolina, the yeah. Carolina Panthers. Like, how did that come to be? Yeah, how did that happen? Yeah, I think uh I think the the seed was planted. I think it's like the 90s kid thing. I think it was maybe the teal. Cause same thing like Raptors. I had a I had a Charlotte Hornets like full like winter suit like hat. I have, I have pictures like <laughs> yeah. hat like winter jacket everything. I think just because it was cheaper than the Raptors stuff and it came out at the same time and and I, I rocked that. Not that I even knew where Charlotte North Carolina was when I was you know eight, but um, <laughs> right. I think the, yeah. And I think the uh, uh, I think the seed was planted during the Super Bowl. Uh, against the Patriots, it was the first Super Bowl. So I wasn't a sports guy. Like I didn't play sports until okay. I didn't play football until high school. And okay. um, I literally remember like going to a library and looking through like an old book with like Jim Brown on the cover, like how to play football. Like what's a <laughs> running back? What's a tight end? I was like, wow. I was more like martial arts guy, like nerdy guy, nerd guy. Still, yeah. And so, <laughs> and then, uh, and then I was. It was the first Super Bowl I ever watched, like with my friends, like in high school. And we're together. We have the, my buddy's house without his parents there. I don't think we're drinking alcohol, but we're just, we ordered food. Like we watched the Super Bowl and that was a great Super Bowl. And I played running back and I saw Deshaun Foster and just his swag. Ooh, and I was yeah. Like, Whoa, this guy looks like a robot. Like yeah. the dark, the black visor. And then Mushi Muhammad was a badass. And obviously Steve Smith, like just talked so much crap and it, <laughs> yeah. it was awesome. And, uh, and that, that kind of laid, and then that was it. And then, you know, the internet wasn't really much of a thing. So it's not like I can keep track and listen to podcasts, mm -hmm. like build the fandom, like you could now. Right. Um, and then, uh, and then, so my buddy went and eventually went out to play football in the States, in New Hampshire. And one of his teammates, I guess we, I, either he was drafted late or he was an undrafted free agent with the Panthers in Cam Newton's year. So wow. he played in New Hampshire, mm. he was a linebacker. And he got picked up. I either went to training camp with the Panthers or or whatever. I don't think he saw much action. Uh, but I remember we were in Boston out partying. This is probably why he didn't make the team. He's out partying with us. And then, <laughs> and, then uh, and I asked him, like, hey, aren't you on the same team as Cam Newton? He's like, yeah. I'm like, man, what is he like? Like, what is it? Because he was an anomaly. Like, people, he was, you know, people were saying that, uh, you know, well, Christian Ponder was a better prospect than Cam Newton. Oh my you know, God, yeah. All that, all that crap. And then so, yeah. um, I just want like, what's he really like? He's like, man, he is not what you see in in real life, in, in, in the media. He is first one in, last one out, studious guy, leader. And I was like, hard worker. Yeah. I was like, no way. It's like, man, I can. And then me and my friend, he's a producer, and he was just like, 
this guy's going to change the league. Like this guy's going to, he's going to change things. And I was, I was a bartender, not bar, I was a waiter at a, at a sports bar. And I remember his first game against Arizona. And it was like, who oh. is this? Who's just lighting things? I'm like, this guy's crazy. Right. And, yeah. I, and at that point I just kind of restarted. And then for me, and then, um, yeah, I, I've been to Charlotte a bunch for work for, for sports broadcaster conferences. And I just okay. loved the, yeah, Southern hospitality. I loved the city. And, you know, it was a team that I, I always liked the zig when people were zagging. Like here, it's all AFC East, like Dolphins, Bills, Patriots. And it was just so, you know, all you could watch is, is Bills games on a Sunday. And I'm like, this sucks. And like, I thought this was something. <laughs> At the time, I was like, this is, they weren't good, right? It was like, it was like, right, Trent, yeah. Edward, it was Trent Edwards and, and uh, gosh, I, I forget some of the EJ Manuel, you know, it was just like, yeah. it was not Ooh, a lot. Oh, that's rough. Right. And so, uh, and so, yeah, I just thought, this is a great, this is a fun team. And like, I love Cam and I love the defense. I love Luke and um, yeah. And I just kind of love the, the city. And like when I, I went to Charlotte and I met my wife on a date and she's like, Oh, where are you coming back from? I'm like, Oh, I was just in Charlotte, North Carolina. She's like, really? I've never, I love North Carolina. I want to go to, I was like, what? And it was just kind of built up and, and yeah. we just love the area. And like maybe, yeah. Maybe one day we can come and move there. If things ever, I don't know visas work out or something, but you should. Yeah, yeah I've I've tried. I've tried. It's <laughs> really, tough. you guys are so weird with Canadians. You guys treat us like we're <laughs> really. What's I the pro? Like, what do you mean when you say you've tried? Like that you've been denied? I've been I've been denied. I've I've hit up news directors. I've you know I've had an agent, and then the agent will then talk to the person. They're like, oh, Canadian. Because uh, it's like they have to do visas. They got to pay for a visa, and it's like ten grand. And so they got to justify. Oh wow! wow. That no one else in America, or like, let's say I wanted to get a job in Charlotte. They're yeah. like, we got to make, we have to prove that no one in Charlotte can do what he can do. Oh my god! Oh my god! That's ridiculous. Yeah. And so they're like, and then we got to do this every three years, and so it, it's a lot for them. It's a lot for them. Yeah, yeah. So, Makes sense. Yeah. So the goal. Well, is you're welcome to come. Uh, huh? You can come visit anytime, dude. <laughs> yeah, where yeah, where are you guys? In are you in North Carolina? Yeah. yeah. So I'm in uh, I'm in Greensboro, which is kind okay. of middle of the state, a little bit north mm -hmm. of Charlotte. And yeah, and I'm I'm in Winston Salem, that area. So okay. it's like I'm like an hour and twenty minutes from Charlotte. Yeah, that's great. Um, yeah, so it's pretty so, good to be able to just hop on over there. But yeah, man, come down and visit anytime. You don't oh, need a visa to, to do that. Oh, I'm going to. Yeah. Like I will, like uh, I, I either to you guys or maybe I was like the two gat two dads, two Panthers uh -huh. podcast. Like they're new on the block too. I was like, who are these guys? And, <laughs> and then they were saying something about, and I, I responded. I'm like, content creator wildcard game meetup. Like if there was ever, if they ever somehow made the wildcard, I'm like, oh, that would be awesome. Go. That would be amazing. That would be awesome. That would be so. You know, it's so, so, it's so funny. You were talking about like international, um, and looking at like statistics and stuff. We have a lot of uh, listeners to the podcast from yeah. uh, Germany. Yes. Yes. Which is yeah, kind of like wild. 1%. Yeah. You get Germany. Yeah, I get, really they love football out there. They do. It's really strange. It's super cool, but it was like I didn't expect uh, to have the German contingent. <laughs> yeah. well, they have a, they have uh, a roaring riot uh, yes. chapter. Mm -hmm. I, think Zach, cool. I think Zach is there now. I think he's in Germany right now. Super Who cool. is? Zach Zutral, Zutral, he's like the head. He's the guy who created. Roy okay. Ryan. 
and uh he's cool. yeah he's out there but i think also the panthers you guys are probably like the panthers have chosen germany as their country affiliate so they can yeah, like, right. advertise for free there i think eventually they're going to play there i think that's um, next i think next year is what i saw the panthers are playing the chiefs in munich okay i believe yeah. and mm-hmm. i and i was like a, a few weeks back you know i was kind of like man because i've never been out of the country oh god so, so i was like that might be the one the push mm-hmm. that i need to yeah, get something done, to get out then of here. You could watch that game. Then you could watch a footy game. You could watch Bayern Munich, which is like the their light. Is yep. that your squad, Eric? Yeah, I, I would be. I would. I'm a huge soccer guy, so I would be all about that. Okay. Yes, because they got Harry Kane. I'm a Tottenham guy, and so it was just like yeah. you could watch. Oh wow. Kane and all that fun stuff. But yeah, I've been to Munich just for layover. Um, but I wish I checked checked. I definitely want to check out Germany, and yeah, do more of Europe for sure. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's crazy, and that yeah, that's so good to be a fan now because there's so many options to learn. Like I'm yeah. newish to soccer, like 2018, and yeah. like following a team, and it's so easy now. You can just kind of just follow these podcasts. And the reason why they probably listen to you guys is because they're German. They don't want to listen to Germans talk about the Panthers. They want to like <laughs> they want to listen to Americans. It's like these guys know. It makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah. I don't listen to American guys talk about Tottenham Hotspur. I listen to the British guys talk because I want to <laughs> yeah, I want to know everything. That's right. I want to yeah. get all the background and like learn about the culture. And that's the other reason yeah. why I want to start the show because at the time, like it's not that long, like three, like the Sam Donald trade, so about three years, three and a half years ago, is uh, there was no really, there was not much. Like I didn't really know about the, I didn't listen to a lot of YouTube episodes on podcasts. Yeah. There wasn't a lot of Panthers podcasts out there. Yeah. And national media never talked about the Panthers. Like maybe, I think maybe very late. I think the, you know, the NFL's, you know, around the NFL podcast had uh, their team of ATL was the Panthers in their Super Bowl year. Mm-hmm. But besides that, they would never talk. And I would just be like, man, like the podcast is so crap. The sound is so crap. And being a TV guy, I'm like, I think I could do so much better than that. But it just took, yeah. it took so much time. Yeah. Uh, and I, I never thought about it. And then, you know, pandemic happened and then Sam Darnold happened. I was like, ah, I can't, I got, <laughs> I got a rant. No one here cares about it here. So I got <laughs> to talk to somebody. And, I'm going to complain out into the wide world yeah. and maybe somebody will commiserate with me. Yeah. yeah. And it didn't take long. Like uh, Rashad and Dave from PNP and Aaron from Unnecessary. Yeah. Like, they came out pretty quick because I get, they've been in the game way longer than I have. And uh, yeah. especially PNP, uh, they've been doing it for a minute. So they've been awesome. And but then I realized like oh there actually is out there I just never really yeah. looked for YouTube but now like yeah you guys and there's other guys and there's some young dudes as well uh, way better at TikTok than us I think <laughs> I don't I don't touch TikTok I don't I'm not I, don't yeah, know I, I only do it to because they, they can offer offer the uh, the captions so then yeah. I download it and then I put it on my YouTube Shorts as well and so okay smart because you can't That's download smart. the YouTube Shorts and so you can download the TikTok ones and then you could I just like fling them onto twitter and also to hmm. uh yeah to youtube shorts well that's yeah. good to know didn't realize yeah. you do that yeah it's well so stuff. um what did you think i mean i just want to get your reaction <laughs> to the game yesterday yeah um it was great. i mean takeaways reactions what do you got uh i was just relieved that i i'm glad that uh thomas brown is it wasn't like an obviously it wasn't an explosive game it was 15 right 13 right 
But yeah. he didn't screw. He didn't do anything majorly screw up. It felt like every game Frank Reich did something to screw up. Like whether you know he <laughs> forgot that Adam Thielen wasn't on the field, or he forgot to tell the coaches <laughs> that you know Terrace Marshall Good is Lord. oh oh he's you know he's actually available to play and like you know what I mean. And I'm just glad he didn't have any mental mess ups. It seems like he's yeah. so focused and so diligent with his work, and uh, and I'm just glad that he was as advertised and. Um, you know, it did seem like the offense moved a little better, a bit seamlessly. Like, I don't know if you guys saw that in person and noticed that, but it just felt like yeah. it was a bit more variety. Like, there was a nice uh, dump-off pass to Raheem Blackshear that it felt like he was schemed open. Like, it felt like, yeah, you know, and, and I felt like it wasn't there beforehand, and there wasn't any issues with getting Bryce to plays because it felt like the way Frank Reich described it, it's like he would have a play idea, and then he would run it by Thomas Brown, and then and I think that's why it took so long to get Bryce plays it. It felt right. slow, but now it's like there was a synergy. I don't know what it was. Maybe because they had two weeks to prepare, but it felt more seamless, and I was happy about that. And and I'm glad that Bryce is. I said in my episode, like Bryce's progression has been pretty evident in the last couple games. Oh, yeah. And I was like, man, yeah. what's he going to be like in two weeks? Like two week time to prepare. What's he going to be like after a couple games under his belt? And yeah, he got a, a whole heck of a lot better. Like he didn't, yeah. you know, throw any picks. He wasn't looking on receivers too hard. Um, I thought he looked good. I'm glad that Chuba is basically the right running back number one. Bang, Canada. Yep. But yeah. uh, you know, <laughs> yep. he didn't gain a lot of yards, but it felt like he was very effective at running the ball. Um, I thought that we was talked good. about that too. Yeah, we talked about that too. That like, you know, it seemed like he was able to make progress. He was doing things. Yeah. The stat line is shitty, but yeah. like he actually like he was making a difference especially on that last series where oh, yeah. when we needed uh, yards he was able to fall forward and get the get the couple yards that we needed every single time yeah he moved the sticks like he was kind of like an Adam Thielen like he wasn't flashy but he yeah. was just moving the sticks just move just keep the that's all the Panthers offense need is just let's just continue drives man cuz that that was a killer when Jonathan Mingo didn't catch that one ball out to the flat uh, yeah. uh, early on I was like oh yeah. and then uh, and uh but yeah the wide receiver drops in general were just atrocious so bad and uh i'm sure we'll get to it but just like uh it was just it was very evident and i said that in my halftime report uh it was just like it was so evident seeing you know cj stroud and bryce young on the same field together and one had no support skill position wise and the other one had and i wasn't saying like tank dell and nico collins are like you know uh you know aj brown with right. uh you know cd lamb but but they're just doing enough like they're making right. plays just giving the ball and they're making plays and our guys just weren't doing it like they couldn't even start trying to make a play because they were catching the ball except adam thielen who's 33 yep. and um yeah and i was just like man it's it's rough out there and uh i hope that they do something in the next 24 hours to try <laughs> yeah. to figure it out because yeah you the wheels are going to fall off eventually and I'm dealing like, yeah, it's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. It, it That's, there's not a lot of tread left on those tires. No. Yeah. I, I can't believe that because I'm like, man, I still remember he was like one of the best wide receivers in the league. Like, and yeah, I don't know when that drop off happened. I was like, I couldn't believe that his career is like, He's in the twilight of a career. I didn't. Yeah, it, it, yeah. Didn't, it didn't hit me. But that's a great point because when when the wheels do fall off and we're not, he, he's Bryce is not able to rely on feeling as much. Um, if we, if this current iteration of the wide receiver room sticks past the trade deadline and we don't make any moves, that's that's not going to be pretty. I mean, because yeah. Thielen is such a security blanket right now, and he obviously Bryce trusts him the most. 
out of any of those guys. You can tell it's evident. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but I just thought, what did you think about um, who who played better? Did Bryce outduel CJ in this one? I think he, I think he had to to win, like to be yeah. competitive. I think he had to outduel him because yeah, he was sacked six times. Like Ike Kwana forgot how to play football, and <laughs> he had to do more things to get the job done than yeah. CJ was okay. Like he got sacked twice, but he didn't, he didn't really have to do much because his right. guys were getting open and, you know, mm-hmm. all he had to do was throw to the open guys. And like, he had pretty clean pockets, whereas Bryce always had to do something out of the ordinary to try right. to make something happen. Um, right. So yeah, I think he, he was asked to do more and then he, he did it. So it makes it look like he outperformed him, but I, yeah, I yeah. guess he had the, he had his odds stacked against him. And so, and he completed it. So in a way he yeah. had a tougher job. And he Agreed. did well, but then he had to play better. He literally had to play better, basically, yeah. to, su- to survive. And so, yeah, I'd say I'd say he outplayed him. And I was kind of prepared for that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I said in my preview video, I said there's something about this defense. I feel like the, the Bryce Young um, and Brian Burns connection is real. Like, I think they actually do mm-hmm. get along, and they're the faces of the franchise. And I feel like the defense took it onto themselves to to help Bryce because they probably saw yeah. the weight of the world on his shoulders. Yeah. He's like, we need to we need to help this guy out. And and they did in a huge way. And I was happy about that. Yeah, yeah I was gonna ask you about what you what your thoughts were on the on the defense. I mean it sounds like you agree with kind of what we said, which is that they I mean they played pretty lights out. I mean th- this Texans team coming into this game, they've been lighting it up. I mean Stroud yeah. Had looked amazing the first few weeks, um, as we all yep. know. Uh, yep. They'd been putting up points. Um, Nico Collins, Tank Dell had been just terrorizing secondaries the first mm-hmm. few weeks of the season. Um, so to for them to come out and um, I mean, granted, Tank Dell had a few splash plays where you were Whoa. like, "Holy shit, this oh guy!" Like yeah. the Panthers. That was what <laughs> when we were at the game, we mm-hmm. said we said to each other at one point, we we're like, "We just don't have anyone that can do that." Like no. we just don't have guys like that. No. And no, 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 once no. we do, once Bryce gets guys like that, watch out. But yeah. like, yeah, I just thought the defense, um, I was so impressed. And um Frankie Louvu, mm. he is wow. amazing. <laughs> he was playing yeah. lights out. Like obviously his mom was watching him for the first yeah. time and and he, it definitely jacked him up. And yeah, he plays like uh I said it before. Yeah, he plays like Troy Paul Molin. It's not because he's Polynesian. But he just plays with this reckless abandonment. Like you can't really scheme for him because I, I don't like think that. he really. I don't think he follows a play. I just think mm-hmm. he just does things. He just sees something and he does it. He's like, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go do that now. I don't know what the plan <laughs> was, but I'm gonna do it. And he's just not stiff. Like I felt like yeah. Shaq is kind of stiff, and I feel like Frankie's just like, blah. He's just yeah. crazy. Yeah, he's mental and. Yeah, like I, I've, I've talked smacks and like, yeah, you know what? He's pretty valuable. You could trade him. Like, what has he done? But like, he's good enough. Like, if someone could use him, but now I'm just like, you know, maybe, maybe keep him around. Cause like, yeah, so talk about treads falling off. Like, the tread literally fell off Shaq. So you need him. He's like, oh, <laughs> yeah. Man, you know, so. it was funny before the season started. Um, Eric had looked up, there was a PFF, PFF released a list of like their top ranked linebackers in the NFL. Mm-hmm. And, I was we were both kind of shocked because and again this was preseason. Luvu was ranked as like a top 15 linebacker in the wow. NFL. Um mm-hmm. and this is by PFF so you know pretty trusted they know, they're they know what they're doing. 
Um, and and at the time we were just like, really? Like yeah. Frankie Louvu, the guy with for the Panthers. Yeah. Um, but I, to, like again, to me, like especially yesterday's performance. But man, he just seemed. He seems like he's definitely one of our best players. It's like yeah. Ryan Burns, obviously Bryce Young, yeah. Adam Thielen's up there. Frankie Louvu, mm-hmm. like he's yeah. he's a guy he's that you there. maybe want to keep around. Yeah, he could definitely be seen as a foundational guy, unless something crazy happens. Like unless they yeah. someone you know I don't know, the Cowboys offered like you know mm-hmm. a, a second and you know a player or something like that. Like Michael Gallup and a second for Frankie Louvre. It's like, okay, maybe. Yeah. So wait, that's You guys were at the game, though. So tell me about that. Because it yeah. looked kind of empty, but they also somehow forced the Texans to have a delay game. And, like, what did you guys do before? You guys tailgate guys? You have brewery guys? Like, what did you guys do? We went to – um, so we went to – what was it called? Charlotte Beer Garden was Beer the name Garden, of it, right? Yeah. And it's uh, just a, a bar, restaurant. And it was actually my brother um, – it was his idea – uh, typically when you go, when I go to a Panthers game, I try to park uptown, like right in the center of uptown, I usually park in a parking deck, but it's, it can be really difficult to leave after the game when you're that close to the stadium. So we went a little further away, went to this awesome little bar, had a couple drinks. Then we walked over to the stadium and we, we tried to go to the team store before the game, but it was like ridiculously packed. It is. So. Insanely small for an NFL team. Oh, yeah. It's tiny. It's pretty tiny. It doesn't make any sense. Now, I have no frame of reference because I've never been to another NFL stadium, but it does Mm -hmm. seem kind of small. It's tiny. It is like even the Raptors, like our team store is gigantic. Like the Blue Jays team store is huge. Like it's massive. Mm -hmm. And this is the NFL, man. Like it's like it's like a corner store, the Raptors. (laughs) Or a convenience store. I don't know what you guys call it. But, um, So yeah, it's small, pretty small. It's very sad. It makes me very yeah. sad. So when we when we got there though, um, you know, and the and game was kind of starting to fill up. Like it was a it was a pretty good vibe. I mean, people were people yeah. were in good spirits. People were excited. Um, you know, in the stadium, it didn't look that empty. Now there were empty seats, obviously. You know, of course, but yeah. um, it was pretty. It was there were a decent number of people there, and I tell you what, like on third downs. People were up. They were slamming the chair, you know, yeah. the, the chairs and making all kinds of noise. It was very, I mean, it was loud. Yeah, it was. Um, it was. It was really loud. So I, I was proud of the fans uh, for the most part. They did some, they did a couple things that I'm not sure that on the on TV you'll you were able to see. Um, but you know, they were, they were booing the Teppers pretty hard. Uh, they, they kind of interrupted the um, ring of the, honor the ceremony yeah. stuff mm-hmm. to kind of boo them. And that it just, pissed us off. That just what that, that wasn't good. That's not a good look. Yeah. You can be yeah. pissed off all you want, but these guys have worked their asses off and they've given everything they have to the Panthers. Give them their moment where yeah. yeah. we don't need to, we don't need to do that kind of crap. And, and there's but, a lot of trash about how the Teppers are ruining the culture. They've removed it by, you know, not rehiring Steve Wilkes. And I'm like, man, they, they literally, they didn't have to invite uh, Mushi Muhammad and, and, and Julius Peppers to come in the ring. Of they don't have to do that. Like, right, they did that. They did that. They 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 start like my so my friend who wanted to play in the states, um, and uh, he has a buddy who is now he works with the Carolina Panthers as part of their like legends program. So like oh, to wow. to keep the alumni happy, keep them involved in the team, keep them like in the know, and like make sure they're you know people learn about them because again, a young franchise is kind of you kind of forget some of these guys, mm-hmm. and so I know that's a priority. And like he moved there from the Bills to the Panthers, and so. 
they're doing something. Like I know that it's hard to look at them and be like, oh, we're losing. No, no, no. And like yeah. I, I talked about this before, like he's too involved. I'm like, well, would you rather want an owner who like you have to like beg and like write like a thousand page essay and like all these financial charts? Like, hey, can we please hire Thomas Brown? Can we please hire Jim Caldwell? They're like, nope. Like you're you're getting guys from college. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> cheap and all this stuff. You know what I mean? Like that is yeah. the worst. That's the worst. Like at least because the have you seen the Bengals like indoor train? They don't have an indoor training facility. It's like turf. Like That's they have wild. like astro turf. Like it is. Oh, their facilities wow. are awful. The Bengals are notoriously cheap, and like uh, and at least like I know he's like a helicopter owner, but at least he, he's aggressive and he'll give you whatever yeah. you want. To, mm-hmm. to make things happen he just wants to win yeah and yeah and i think he sees it like uh you know if, if you suck i'm gonna drop you i'm gonna get another guy i'm gonna try it again and try it again and, and it seems like they're very invested in bryce young and yeah and that's why he has his coaching staff and maybe that's a reason why like he's great but maybe that's why he's, he's progressing every game because he's spending the money on these world-class coaches reportedly who you know so i don't know i i, I well, see both sides of the temper thing like what happened with the training facility in South Carolina? It's, yeah, it's embarrassing. It is. Um, but uh, you know, once winning solves everything, basically. It's so funny you said sure. that. We actually we had that exact same conversation before the game was yeah. how winning, like, winning solves everything. I used to coach like little kids soccer before I had a kid, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's the same thing. Kid not getting enough playing time. Are you winning? Parents are fine, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's like as long as long as you're winning, it solves everything. And um, you know, it, it, you know, it's lonely at the top. And when you are the you know the owner of an organization like this, and we're not winning, you're gonna catch flat. And yeah. same thing with Fitterer. Um, yeah. You know, we saw at the after after the game. Oh my god, it was it was really funny. Um, yeah. You know, everybody's in a good mood. Everybody's excited. We actually won a bleeping game, you know, and um, there was a, a person that had a, a sign that had a picture of Bryce on it that just said it said hope. And, you know, it was wow. you're in you're in TV. Right. So you understand, like, you could not put that up on the big screen. Right. Like it was just right. it was perfect. It was like he oh, won. Right. It was like, you know, whatever. So they're on it. And then two seconds later, somebody <laughs> pops up in front with a picture of Scott Fitterer that says, nope. Oh, wow. <laughs> and, and they just held it up there. Uh, and it was Absolutely like. Absolutely planned. Yeah, yeah 100%. And the video guy, they, they tried to switch over as soon as they could. God bless him. Yeah. But it was up there for like five good seconds. Oh, of just Scott, I mean, you know, Fitterer, nope. If you hate Fitterer, then you, you got to hate Bryce because Scott. Did all that to get Bryce. If you yeah. if, if you love Bryce, you kind of have to give it to Fitterer. But yeah, it's uh, it's not it's not helping that all the guys that he drafted basically nobody wants. Like I don't think I don't know what we're gonna get for Terrace Marshall, uh, yeah, or Dante Jackson, yeah. or you know an injured Jeremy Chin. I don't know what we're gonna get for any of those guys. And so that if the league doesn't want him, that says something about your talent evaluation. Mm-hmm. Uh, right, that's a good point. Yeah, anyway. and not have a first round draft pick. You know, like, yeah. I know we, we needed to give it up, obviously. Like, I have yeah. zero qualms with how that all went down. Mm. But it does make it more difficult, you this know, year. as we're trying to build for the future that we just don't have some of that capital that we, right. just looking at our wide receivers now, could desperately use. Yeah, and that, you and know, my, my biggest Ryan things comes into, comes yeah, into play. Mm-hmm. My biggest qualm about the whole, like, hindsight being 2020. Like, we traded up to one, which I, I was – 
and am still I couldn't thrilled believe it. about. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. I was I was thrilled that we actually were, you know, that aggressive to to be like, okay, we have conviction on a couple of these guys. We're going to move up, put ourselves in position to get a franchise quarterback because we've been quarterback hell for however many years now. And, it seems like and I appreciated that. that. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but but what I took, what kind of again, hindsight being twenty twenty, for me moving forward, everything is about Bryce Young. And that's, I know that's probably stating the obvious, but like literally every decision you make needs to be, how is this going to impact the organization and the team, but also how's this going to impact, how's this going to directly affect Bryce Young? So like, I think the two main priorities moving forward should be offensive line mm. and wide receiver mm. because those directly impact Bryce Young's success. Yeah. And so hindsight, I really wish, I kind of wish they would have traded Brian Burns or Derek Brown instead of DJ Moore. Yeah. Um, because yeah. You, you saw, you've seen the clip of Tepper um, after the draft where he's talking about, you know, oh, Bryce yeah. is a point guard. He doesn't yeah. need, he doesn't need elite receivers. He doesn't need elite receivers. So he, he can just throw, he can, and that looks so bad now. And even mm-hmm. coming off of trading Christian McCaffrey, like I just don't get that, that thought process from the front office of, Hey, you know, this rookie quarterback is going to come in and make Adam Thielen and DJ Chark look like, you know, Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase. Right. Like we they we needed DJ Moore and mm-hmm. we still haven't paid Brian Burns. Like, is yeah. he going to be here or not? Yeah. So it just looks yeah. really bad. But it's mm-hmm. like you said, uh, Phil, like, I mean, if you're if you hate Scott Fitterer and you want him out, then you kind of have to say that you hate the Bryce pick too. Yeah, you, they're, didn't they're all yeah, you didn't want Bryce. You wanted to you wanted to keep DJ Moore and keep us picking at nine. We'll probably get Will Levis or who who retrospect he, he did okay. Uh, <laughs> he, he did also, okay in one game. Yeah. yeah. But he also has <laughs> Hopkins on his team. And so right. Uh, yeah, you're right. Like if you had to choose like uh like I'm not a football expert. I'm just a fan. And so when I yes. listen to I listen to a lot of podcasts as well and like I, I respect the guys around the NFL and they were like, Yeah, you brought they looked it back and I'm like, yeah, you probably should have taken that those two first round picks from LA for Brian right. Burke because right. the two first round picks for a team that wasn't that great. And you, you could have you could have still done what you had to do and you know, and then still trade it up and get Bryce still in a way. And well but, uh, yeah. and there was a lot of I think Eric and I have talked about this. I, they Scott Fitter in the front office, they obviously like totally misjudged where this team was at because they said, you know, Fitter, his whole thing was we're, we, we're going to put ourselves in position to just be able to drop a quarterback in. Mm-hmm. And he said, oh, you know, we're not planning on having a top 10. We're not planning on the Bears having a top 10 pick next year mm-hmm. um, because we're going to be competitive. And I just think all those decisions that they like not trading Brian Burns last year. Is because they had a perception that this team was further along than maybe they actually were. Like, I don't think that, I think we overachieved big time by winning seven games last year. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I I think it's safe to say that at this point. Yeah. And Um, I I drank the Kool Aid. I, you should, I'm I'm looking at my prediction shows. I'm just like, oh, 13 wins. Boom. We got it. And it's like, I think, yeah, we, yeah, we overestimated what, and I, I, I bought into the same thing. Bryce is a playmaker. You know, he's going to get it to all these guys and that, but, yeah, at the end of the day, we can't get separation. I, I forgot who said it, but like all our wide receivers are basically have the same qualities. They're all big guys. Yeah, they're not that fast. They're all possession dudes, and it's tougher. They're not quick. Um, and if you don't run a good route to the to the to the the quality of Adam Thielen, you're not going to get open. And right, yeah, 
are going to make game-breaking plays, and they're all kind of the same. And, and Daniel Jeremiah from NFL Network always says like he builds his wide receiver room kind of like a basketball team. You got your, you know, you got your big center, and yeah. then you got your, your your quick point guard, and then you got like your slasher, you know, power forward type thing. And we kind of just have like a bunch of. It feels like power forwards or centers. <laughs> just like we have no one who just kind of. I thought maybe Demir Bird could have been that guy if, if he stayed healthy, but right. Uh, I, I wonder if they try to. I, I'm very interested to see who they get. Like I'm not expecting them in the trade deadline to get like a. I don't think any true number one wide receiver on another team yeah. is going to be available. But um, you know, I'm seeing. You know, the only names I'm seeing are like Jerry Judy, Hollywood Brown, yeah. Harris Campbell, who knows Frank Reich. Yeah. Um, that's kind of it. Like, uh, right. But they're yeah. all different than what we got. And so they would provide a different element. Yeah. At the very least. Yeah. Well, what do you think for the rest of the season? Like uh, looking ahead for, um, you know, the, the teams that we have coming up or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. we kind of now can uh, play Monday morning quarterback a little bit and, uh, and, and revise predictions. Yeah. <laughs> Where do you uh, think we go? Where do you, what do you think we end up at? I think I think they do make a trade. I do. I think I think I don't think Brian Burns is going to go anywhere. I think he could probably just get franchise tagged. And mm-hmm. um, I'm just looking at the schedule now. So I see them making a trade. I don't think it's going to be splashy. Like I think it'll be someone who has just different qualities than what we have. I don't think mm-hmm. like if. If I'm if I'm reading that they want first round picks of Jerry Judy, I don't think that's going to happen. Okay. Um, uh, I can, like yeah, like a, I think Paris Campbell, like someone who's like it's not a sexy name, and see he just took a drink when I said Paris Campbell. That's the guy's going to be the reaction. <laughs> like that's it, because I think I think Scott Fitter is going to look at I think Frank Rice to look at what what they did. He's like, look, this is what we did with with, with Thomas Brown calling the plays, and you know. And with Adam Thielen, like, if we just add some – this is what Thomas Brown wants. Like, this is what he mm-hmm. thinks is, is good. Like, maybe try to figure that out. Like, just someone who has a different quality. So, I think yeah. – uh, I think I think they could beat the Colts. Like, I think, that, I think that's pretty much going to happen. I think they have mm-hmm. to beat the Bears just to save their reputation <laughs> on, on the streets. Um, especially yeah. if they have the D2 guy still playing. Uh, I think they, they got to. Right. Yeah. You can't you can't lose to them. Um, the Cowboys, yeah, you're you're probably gonna lose that game. Uh, yeah, but I think you can make it competitive. Like yeah. I think they'll look at the Panthers, kind of overlook the Panthers. Like, hey, this team's kind of trash potentially, and you never know. Like Dak Prescott's always good for at least one pick. You never know. And if, if right. JC Horn is back by then too, you never know. Um, the Titans are in, in sell mode. You know they got their rookie quarterback too. That'll be an interesting matchup. Um, I think that that's kind of a toss up in the Bucks and the I think they're kind of frauds. Like I don't, mm-hmm. I don't Yeah. And uh I think they could split that series. I truly do feel that way. Yeah. Um Saints at New Orleans, I think that's tough. Uh, I think that could be an L. Falcons mm-hmm. again, frauds, unless they make a move. I, I saw some, you know, some blockbuster, you know, trade predictions that Kyler Murray could get traded to the Atlanta Falcons. Like someone thought about mm. something like that, because mm. you know. The, the the Cardinals want a tank, and so why would you want Kyler Murray, who is now available to play? Yeah, uh, Packers. I don't like. I, I don't know. I'm 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 not seeing any real sizzle with the with the Packers, and it's at mm-hmm. home. Uh, and then Jags at Jags. That could be a loss, but it depends where they are in the season. And end the season at Bucks again. Frauds. I think they'll probably win the game at home and then mm-hmm. lose Tampa. 
Like I think I think it could be respectable. Like yeah, I think if they beat the Colts and beat the Colts and Bears, like win three straight, could feel kind of nice. And then mm-hmm. have a close game against uh, against Dallas. I feel I feel pretty good about that. And have a competitive game against the Titans. Two rookies again facing off against each other. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think I think it could be fun. Like uh, I don't I'm not prepared to be a depressed like I have been the last couple of weeks. <laughs> um, like I expect right. Like I expected a loss against the Dolphins. Right. And the Lions. Yeah. Uh, I thought we'd beat the the Vikings, which we could have. We could have. Yeah, yeah for sure. I felt good about that one. Um, the Andy Dalton game against Seattle, like I could see any. I could see Andy Dalton getting traded. Like we're seeing that right now uh, in the mm-hmm. Twitter sphere. Um, yeah. Didn't expect that loss to the to the Falcons or the or or the Saints earlier. I really didn't. I thought I didn't either. I think the Falcons are trash. I'm sorry. I Calvin Ritter. I've never thought he was gonna be any i just that whole draft class i besides uh who's the guy in washington he's a quarter korean like my son howell sam howell like yeah, yeah. didn't expect him to be as good as he i is. didn't know he was a quarter korean yes interesting if you look at his helmet he's got a korean flag his dad's half korean oh wow yeah that's what every mixed person does every mixed person sees someone's like oh that's why i was like hey when i started <laughs> when i started seeing trades for like Kyler Murray, carolina i'm like okay okay yeah <laughs> I'd, I'd be all in because I have to, I have to. And like, uh, <laughs> like, Oh, every Korean person knows. Like uh, if you ever follow Mina Kimes, like yeah, yeah. She had this, uh, one cold open for her show when Pablo Torre, it was like the Asian, the wall of Asian American athletes. And like, it's like, they always play that, you know, he's half Korean, right? Like Kyle Hamilton, uh, the safety with Baltimore. He's, he's okay. Yeah. Notre Dame's head coach is half Korean. Um, Alabama's, Backup quarterbacks, half Korean, and then Kyler Murray's a quarter, Sam Howell's a quarter, and actually, no, I think Kyler Murray's fully half Korean. He's fully half oh. Korean. And so, fully half. Yeah. <laughs> Koreans are aggressive. We're the aggressive ones, so it makes sense that we're playing football. It makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Brennan Jordan, he's a tight end for the Texans. I thought the Panthers were going to draft him. He's half Korean. And so, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. That's yeah, interesting. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Any, wow. any excuse to buy more Panthers gear? Like if a Korean person plays. Yeah. Panthers, you buy <laughs> there you go. There yeah, you go. The guy who plays for LSU. I think his name is something Perkins, not Kendrick Perkins, but Harold <laughs> Perkins. I think it's Harold Perkins. He's a stud. I don't think he's in this year's draft, but 2025, I'm like, you're going to be a Panther. I'm buying that jersey. Make it happen. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. But yeah, I feel good. I, I feel okay. I'm just, I just, I think because of those oh those first six losses, every yeah. game now I just think of it like, how's Price doing? Is yeah, so flat. That's kind of how I look at it now. I'm not thinking wild card, but we're two and a half games back now, so I don't know. Uh, you never know. You never know. Yeah, I'm with you. I look at it, and I'm in the, kind of the same boat. Like I think we could win five or six. Yeah, you mm-hmm. know, like I think I think that that's that's certainly doable. Five or yeah. six is doable. Um, I would I would just like for us to match last season's record. <laughs> like, yeah. I feel like if we go backwards, then that's just that's just not a good look. No. Uh, so yeah. I'd at least like to match that. Uh, yeah, that happens. And instead of losing JC Horn, we gain JC Horn. You know, right, right. And Austin Corbin's nice. back, and that looks fine. Like, I would, I would wonder if they would actually uh, trade for a left tackle. That'd be, or isn't L Collins, or isn't somebody kind of without a team right now? There's I don't a, know. There's a, high, left a high profile left tackle. There was a left tackle who was with the Bengals. I think that the guy you named did play for the Bengals, so maybe that is. Yeah, Lyle Collins. 
Uh, I don't know if he's with the team. Patriot rumors that former Cowboys, Bengals, offensive tackle, Leo Collins, interest from New England. So he was the Bengals' left tackle. And I think he got injured, didn't pass his physical, and he got released? Huh. Uh, the Bengals released Collins after week one to Cleveland. He entered the season in the physically unable to perform list as rehab. He tore his ACL and MCL, and they let Jeez. him go. And I think he was a first-round pick out of LSU. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, why am I not? Well, I'm not seeing him. I guess they believe in Icky that much. That's what I was going to say. I don't think, considering the draft capital that we use on Icky, and what yeah. this is his second year, right? Yeah. Second year? Yeah. I, I think they're, they've got to give him at least another year to kind of see – you know, I, I don't think they're it going was, to move on from him anytime soon. No, no, really I'd say if, if you move on, you just move him to guard, and then you you get a free right. Game. Which yeah. maybe they will, maybe they could. Yeah, I've, I've seen a lot of people talk about that. Mm-hmm. But so, Eric, you think similar to Phil, kind of like five or six wins for the for across the back half of the season? Yeah, I mean, I think there's going to be some toss up ones. I think we'll probably lose uh, the Cowboys. Yeah. Um, I yeah. think the Jaguars is going to be tough, but I think that, yeah. you know, on the other games, we, we have an equal, you know, an even shot at them. You know, yeah. I, I would put, yeah. it, I'd feel good about a 50 50 coin flip on pretty much any of those games. And I think that, you know, like the Falcons, we should be able to beat them. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, taking one from the Bucks, I think we should be able to do that. So, yeah. you know, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm at six or seven wins. Yeah. You know, I'll take it. Same. I'll take See, it. I'm right and there with just, you. Yeah, or and like end the end the season at home, beating Tampa, feeling good about next year. Yeah, you know it seems like Tampa and Atlanta they're going to win enough that they're not going to get a Caleb Williams or a Drake May, and like so they're going to stay in QB purgatory basically. Same with the Saints. <laughs> we're I think we're the only one in the in the division that has like a long term solution at quarterback. Everyone else is like, Bruh. we are. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I yeah, mean, we have the best quarterback here. situation currently in the NFC yeah. South. Yeah, and I wonder how we get that first round pick for next year again. It's only the only way to do is, is to trade Brian Burns or Derek Brown. I don't know. Uh, oh, to get back into the first round next year. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but then, apparently next year's I've I've done mock drafts already. I'm sorry, I've done it. <laughs> You're ready to <laughs> go. Huh? To what, why, yeah, I tried to see what wide receivers are available at, in in the top of the second round, and like, yeah, there's some guys. Apparently, it's a good. Apparently, it's a good wide receiver draft. Deep. It's supposed to be pretty heavy wide receiver draft, well, from what I've heard. We'll need it, need it yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah, we will. Yeah, but yeah, but like I agree with you guys. Back. Yeah, another running back. Yeah, just mix it up, just mix it up. Some small school like I don't know, like Appalachian State back or like you know Memphis. Just like yeah, Appalachian State. Well, we had Cameron yeah. Peoples in training camp from Appalachian I don't know what State. Happened with that guy? I think he was, he was huge. His rap career. Yeah. No. Oh, was he a rapper? He was a rapper. He had a not, yeah. He was a yeah. He was a rapper. Yeah, which is fine. But uh, I saw one of his videos. It was cool. Like, yeah, good editing. <laughs> good editing. <laughs> yeah, I'll say that. But he was that that guy looked kind of like Derek Henry esque. Like he looked huge. Yeah, he and I mean, guy. maybe he's he was fun around. to watch in college. Like yeah. I went to Appalachian, so I got to watch some of I watched some of his games. You know, mm-hmm. he was he was good. I mean, he was yeah, he was good. No, I liked him. I, I but I think his first touch of the preseason, he fumbled the ball. Oh, that's right. Really and yeah. I was like, you're gone. You're that's gone. not a good look. Not that's a good not look. But I love Raheem Blackshear. I do love the way Raheem Blackshear yes. runs. 
I love yes. it. I spent that in the preseason. I let these guy runs angry. Uh, he yeah. runs to me. I like his style better than uh, my fellow Canadian. Uh, but uh, yeah, yeah, we'll see. But yeah, there's a lot of things. I I just I just like I haven't felt this like these these anxious feelings watching the Panthers since the Cam years. So I'm just happy because mm-hmm. it shows that I care. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know what I'm watching. Sure. I'm invested. Yeah, I knew Teddy wasn't going to be here forever. Sam Darnold. Uh, you know, I knew these guys weren't forever, so that's why I didn't really care. Yeah, but now, but now, like, we have a guy and we can be behind yeah. that guy, and we know he's going to be here for the next at least four or five years, you know, unless yeah. the yeah. wheels totally fall off. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, we can get behind him and we can cheer for him. And like, I don't mind buying his jersey because I know he's going to be wearing that. <laughs> we're going to have that jersey as a Panther yeah. for a while, you know. Yeah, uh huh. Oh, no, Ben knows, like, he's we're, we're jersey guys, and I bought a a limited Nike Christian McCaffrey jersey the year he got traded. I was like, <laughs> yes. I can't give those things away now because it just makes me sad when I look at it. I'm like, I can't. I wore my uh, Burns jersey to the game yesterday just because Perfect. it might be the last. It might have been the Never last know. time I got to wear it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Never know. Same. I know. Gosh. Yeah. Yeah. I'm waiting on. Uh, yeah. The Panthers are. I was talking about this with Aaron from Unnecessary Bluntness. Like the Panthers are. They get the short end of the stick when it comes to merch. Like, have you have you looked at like the Bills, even like the Bengals? Like, they get every design of everything, and it's like, yeah. man, this is not yeah. fair. And especially when no. I live in a, in, a, in a part of the world where you you rarely get Panthers gear. It's yeah. mainly yeah, Bills, Giants, Patriots, Dolphins, Niners, Browns. That's what you get, and they got vintage up the yin yang here for them. <laughs> I'm like, Fuck. I, I literally call vintage stores. I'm like, if you get Panthers stuff. Just call me because no one else will buy it. I'll buy it. And so, yeah. Just take my there's name actually, down. Actually, there's, there's a lot of vintage yeah. places around here where, where old school Panther stuff's starting to pop yeah. up a lot more. Yeah, because it's cool. Like, there's a place yeah. called uh, Locker Room CLT. They uh-huh. just opened up a brick and mortar shop. And, yeah, we, we're, we drove down to Myrtle Beach last year. And we stopped in Charlotte. And I'm like, we need to go to a vintage store. And yeah. so I went to one, like, about a $10 NFC Championship shirt, and it's awesome. And, uh, yeah, I got to go back and just uh, – I, I hope next year for sure, because this year was rough. My brother got married, bachelor party in Austin, so spent all my money there. So <laughs> next year, the goal is to go to a game. And, yeah, if, if we could all organize something, go to a game, and then get the other content people like PNP. Get that'd be awesome. Yeah. Oh, that'd be so – they had something in training camp, but that looked great. I they did. Loved. Yeah, I think that was um, – yeah, that must have been at training camp in in Wofford around the yeah, campus there. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, Rashad and Dave organized that. Like, they're yep. big. They got, like, 21,000 subs. Yeah. It's ridiculous. They've been they're, doing it for a long time. That's like their job. That's like their life now. Like, that's the, that's the, that's the dream. But uh, they're killing it, and they're very nice, very welcoming. Every time they invite me to this, this shit, and I'm just like, I can't. Just go. <laughs> like I want to, but I can't. It's like a thousand dollars to fly to Charlotte for whatever reason. But uh, yeah, it's brutal. Uh, yeah, the plan is to go to a game uh, next year, and then yeah, if we can all do a meetup. That'd be great. That, that would, would be awesome. Be we need to we need to go ahead and start working on that. Maybe you can tell your uh, your buddy at the Panthers. Uh, I tried. You know, to. you know, be like, hey man, listen, this is a social media bonanza for you. Just have <laughs> yeah. some tickets, have a little tailgating thing or something like that, yeah. and then let us absolutely blow it up. Uh, well, that was you know, always online. my dream. Yeah, my dream is to always like to to live in Charlotte or there's a town. You're in Greensboro, Eric. Mm-hmm. 
There's another yeah. one in South Carolina. There's like a Greenville, South Greenville. Carolina. Yeah, Greenville. there's Greenville, South Carolina. Yeah, yeah, that's like voted like one of the top ten nicest small towns in America. Yeah. So like so my my thought was like make enough money from this somehow if it ever if someone wanna be like, Hey, here's like half a million to like grow your brand, like, all right, and like move <laughs> out there and go to every single Panthers like home game and just do game day vlogs all the time. And yep. and I've seen it, like I've been to Raptors games like as a reporter. And there was all these like influencers there, and I'm like, "What are you doing?" And I was like, "Oh, we're, they just sent us here to like make the Raptors look cool." I'm like, oh, yeah. So, like that'd be fun if like, yeah. they got all these content creators. Like, hey, come here, have like a meetup, and like just vlog about the game, like vlog about the new concourse, and that's like a totally different. You know, all of us have different audiences. Like, there's, mm-hmm. you know, I get mainly men, like 99% dudes, and like. You know, maybe there's some vlogs that get a lot of women or like whatever, you know? And so that'd be fun if they got, if they, you know, they looked at the well, landscape. Hmm? It's not exactly like all the games are sold out. Like exactly. somebody should be able to make that happen. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I think that'd be great. Like, yeah, there's a, there's a good amount of us. And I think and yeah. we're all from different parts of, you know, the States and the world. And yeah. I think, I think that'd be kind of fun. I think that'd be kind that'd of be cool. cool. Yeah, yeah, that'd be awesome. awesome. Well, hey, what's your uh, jersey size? Because I know you're you're you've got your eyes peeled for Bryce um, limited, uh, yeah. right? A limited jersey uh, uh, process blue. Process. Are you large, extra large. Oh, let me see. I think I got my only one of my only limited. I got this one, the white Luke. Got my okay. white Luke. About that nice. at the stadium. It's a medium. A medium. Okay. So, okay. Well, my pledge to you. Is if I go take a trip down to the team store, whether it's for a mm-hmm. game or, you know, just on a leisurely Saturday, and mm-hmm. I see the Bryce Process Blue limited jerseys, <laughs> I can snag you one. In that the best, and it'll give you a good reason <laughs> to drive down and pick it up and give you money. There you go. There you go. <laughs> That'd be All crazy. Right, yeah, yeah. I appreciate you guys. Uh, yeah. You guys make me feel very humble with the sushi's, just sushi restaurant. <laughs> Well, no, but I mean, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty cool. Like it's a small world, like legitimately, like you, like you live thousands of miles away and because of the, you know, online, we're able to do awesome stuff like this and connect uh, across borders and stuff. It's super, super cool. Yeah. And I honestly do like, I, I, I know, like I haven't haven't met you guys in person, but I know if I meet you guys and like Rashad and, and, and and Dave and, and uh, Aaron, like I know it just, we get along just great. Yeah, we'll bring the Panthers on tap, boys. Uh, yes. you know, you've got, you've... I try to try to do a collab with them, and that's the best part about like try to, to grow your station. Like, I don't know what your your podcast is like. I haven't I haven't done a podcast. I've been I thought about maybe just making my episodes as a podcast as well. But like, um, it's the best. Yeah, just to, to collab, and I try to collab with those guys too. But then everyone's working and all that stuff. Yeah, like, yeah, it's tough. Eventually, it's tough. eventually. But like, uh, like Edgar's great. Mm-hmm. Like, at Panthers analyst, he's awesome. I think we're going to talk on Wednesday. Um, I try to get him to. I'm trying to get him to get a YouTube channel because he's good at talking too. But uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, be great. Yeah, I think we'll all just get along. I think it's yeah. so much fun. Like this is like yeah, it's very rewarding. It's very cool. It is absolutely. It is. Well, well thanks, we're sure glad so that much, you man. joined us, man. Of course. Sorry, it's so late. I'm sorry. Oh, no, you're fine. We're all, it's all good, dude. It's Halloween tomorrow. It's, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, indeed. All right. Well, I appreciate you guys. Ben, I'll hold you to that jersey thing, and then I'll get you. <laughs> Sounds good. All right. Good. I appreciate Thanks, you guys. Man. Yeah, man. All right. We'll talk to you later. Take it easy. Have fun editing this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye-bye. Thanks. Thanks. See you. Bye. See you.